Thank you for listening. A list of content warnings can be found in the episode description. Take care. Enjoy the show. Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series. A narrative let's play adapted and produced by Revoke GM. Combining in-game audio with additional voice acting through dialogue and descriptions to improve your listening experience. Rediscover the amazing story of the 1999 cult classic isometric video game, Planescape Torment, like you've never heard before. Stood at the spy-most eaves of the Grey District, you ready yourself to undertake the task set to you by Norogch. The image of him tracing a spiky lock of hair in the shape of a frown across his forehead as he gravely explained the sensitivity of the situation does nothing to bring cheer to this derelict portion of the hive. Not aided by the growing darkness in the haze above, every structure surrounding the mausoleum, long abandoned by all but the most dutiful of dustmen, stoops in aging gloom. Venerable statues, featureless and weary, cast wicked shadows across a barren courtyard. Hoary beards of matted moss drape from marble shrines, and the ever-present rustle of razor vine as new growth sprouts from ashen briars sends the clear message that you do not belong here. None that live do, save the scuttling vermin that feast on the fallen bodies of pigeons that dared set their roost here. This place whispers death. Uh, uh, uh Chief, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm glad you've you found the fruits of philosophy and all, and and I'm, 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 I'm proud of you for for facing your condition with with such a proactive view on mortality. But um, what are we doing here? What's wrong, Mort? You afraid of a few ghosts and ghoulies? Ghosts? Yeah, not not so much. Ghouls? Ugh. I'm like a little snack pack to them. We'll keep our eyes peeled. Right, Dakon! You turn to see him slice at a thorny vine stretching towards his ankle. It hisses as it recoils into the withered mass of vegetation, choking the stonework about you. I do not fear the dead. I do, however, question the motives behind this task. Well, hopefully it won't take too long. The entrance should be around here somewhere. I, I, I'm still not clear exactly on what we're supposed to be doing. Apparently, the dead have been disturbed, and this mausoleum has awoken. So we're going to investigate. A bunch of walking corpses? This is the Dusty's modus operandi. I'm guessing these ones are not supposed to be walking, and they need someone neutral to check it out. The dead truce prevents the Dustman and the undead from harming one another. We should prepare for danger if they believe that they have lost that control here. All right. Well, let's hurry it up. I think I just saw that patch of razor vine wink at me. You head into the center of the quad towards the great arch that should yield the entry portal. It is completely overwhelmed with lichen, giving it the appearance of a calcified ribcage. As Norwich instructed, you draw a semicircle over your heart with the index finger on your right hand. As you do, as if mirroring the action itself, an arc of greyish light forms between the pillars, and with a sigh of stale air, 
the portal opens before you. Stepping through, the temperature drops immediately and vapor rises from your skin, damp from the dewy night air. You just see the beginnings of a wide, sloping passage before the portal closes behind you, plunging you into perfect darkness. Oh, oh great. Well, I suppose it wouldn't be any fun if this was too easy. You want me to describe it for you? Won't take long. Oh, what's that smell? Hey, hey, don't ask me. Rat droppings and the stink of scene. Just as you begin to feel hopelessly blind, a thin, pale light flickers across the walls, silhouetting the crusted pipes that line the ceiling. And skittering up the passage is a small rodent, its pulsing brain shedding the dim glow. Cranium rats. Dacon readies his glaive. Hold on. The tiny creature bounds towards you, seemingly docile. It patters right to your feet and stops, sniffing the air. You reach down, and tentatively it clambers onto your arm. Day 14 of the 127th year of Factol Hashgar's reign. After days of taxing divination cells, I finally have my answers. The divination revealed the location of an immortal somewhere within an ancient mausoleum located in the hive section of Sigurd. I must be cased. I must find this creature and draw its blood before it moves on. Ah! The rodent leaps from your grasp, bolting down the passage. Uh, The the light! Follow it! The three of you dash, chasing the fading aura deeper into the tunnel. You have it trapped at the corner of a turn, but it darts through a crack, slipping beyond your reach. Ah, damn it. Yet the light remains, lingering in a luminescent fog. Uh, you two hear that, right? Defilers. Leave this place at once. The wispy haze begins curling about you, coalescing into a swirling form, its once human features twisted in a mask of rage. Leave now this place, forbidden to the living. Leave while you still can. I go where I please. Go back to your rest, spirit. Impudent. The sheer volume of the spirit's roar forces you to cover your ears. You have been warned. I shall not permit this sacred place to be disturbed any further. Any further? Has someone else been here? Yes. Intruder. Another. Even now. He violates the sanctity of these hallowed halls. The anger in the spirit's voice fades. It seems somewhat saddened by the admission. The souls of my kindred cry out for peace. Who is this intruder? Coward evil wields great power over the dead. Seeks within these halls searches for something. What it might be, noise purpose, can I say? Why don't you drive this intruder away? Cannot sealed the inner chamber. Powerful wards bar my entrance. He is protected. He calls upon dark arts to awaken my Bending them 
to his will. Sounds to me like you need the help of one intruder to get rid of another. The spirit remains silent for several long moments. You can almost feel the weight of its lifeless gaze upon you. Yes, prevail where I have failed. Pledge to me. Rid this blackguard from these halls. I shall grant passage. What say you? We'll do it. Pledge. I pledge we'll do it. As you say the words, ethereal chains begin to weave about your shoulders, coiling down to your wrists before disappearing into a wisp. So be it. The spirit slowly begins to fade, until only the echoing of its disembodied voice remains. Take heed, tread lightly in these halls, lest you join the others in eternal wrath. You know what I said about ghosts? I reserve the right to change my mind. Now what? You've made a pledge which we are now bound to fulfill. Let us proceed. I cannot maintain this for long. Dakon leads ahead, and with the radiance of his glaive now illuminating the way, you see the vastness of the mausoleum stretch in front of you. Before you lies an array of twisting tunnels, Sheets of corroded metal clad the walls, with large grates venting the cool air throughout. Upon closer inspection, you see that the floor itself is comprised of panelled vaults, the most damaged of which reveal them to be filled with the remains of ancient bones, and some look to have been pried open recently. <sighs> wow. Do you think they've all been filled? Well, usually, only the wealthiest of Burks can afford a burial here in Sigil. Most of the last are destined for a one-way trip to the Plain of Fire. But the Dusties have, have been around for as long as anyone can remember, and I guess there was a time when space wasn't such a premium. As you tread the metallic halls, you recognize that Dakon is more tense than usual. His breathing more strained, his footfalls heavy and clanging against the paneled flooring. Dakon, is everything all right? Let us see this done, and spend not a moment longer on this tedium. Tedium? Uh, I... Suddenly, you hear a click. W watch out! You cast Dak on a side, and you are thrown into the opposite wall, crashing into the metal piping. A patch of scorched skin smolders on your upper chest. <coughs> are you okay? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm alright. Stings a little, but I'm all right. Dakon grabs your arm and hoists you to your feet. You needn't have cast me aside. It was my own mistake to step on that plate, and it should have been me to suffer the consequences. I was foolish. Dakon, we, we were practically walking side by side. Either one of us would have set it off. But it was I. I was distracted. I will tread more carefully. What's the matter? Are, are you angry we're working for the dustman? That's not... Attention returns to his jaw that makes you certain there's something here that he will not say. I respect the dustmen for their value of knowledge and learning. They choose to seek answers both within and beyond this existence. 
The knowing of this would truly aid in the knowing of oneself. But their goal, ultimately, is to achieve a lack of self. I cannot help but wonder if this focus is a distraction from your own search of identity. <laughs> Perhaps. I will admit, at least, that I'm concerned what I will find as I uncover my identity. What I've learned as of yet has not exactly been favorable. I do not know what the knowledge of these things would bring. But I do know that what you don't know can be used against you. You're right. Let's see this done, then. Then there's nothing more to it than finding this ferret, I suppose. You continue your search in the wandering halls for another few minutes before Dakon's light begins to flicker. I... I cannot keep this going any longer. Uh-oh. Uh, quick. Uh, I have some embalming fluid. Any one of these tombs open? Loose bones or anything? Uh, I think these corpses are a little far gone, Chief. I'm not sure your embalming fluid will do anything for him. I mean to make a torch, wise guy. Oh. Oh, clever. Over here. As the last of Darkon's light fades away, he pries out a large femur and a threadbare cloth that presumably was once the burial shroud that laid the corpse to rest. Now just to light it. I have flint. Rapidly, you soak the undiluted embalming fluid into a rag and wrap it around the bone. You are quite proud of your rudimentary torch. Dakon's light is completely gone now, and all you can see are the dull sparks as he strikes the stone to his glaive. Uh, oh. Oh, oh no, what do you see? Um, well, skeletons. The telltale clatter of walking bones fills the hallway to either side of you. There must be dozens. I'll do what I can to keep them back. We need that spark. I'm trying. But there's too many. Mort's attempt is thwarted in an instant. You hear a cacophony of cracking as claw-like finger bones clutch at your limbs. The gnash of brittle teeth breaking into your skin. You're brought to your knees, dragged down by a mob of bones. But with the unlit torch still in your grasp, you forge your panic into rage and let loose a roar, erupting in a blaze. Flames flow down your arms, shattering your cage of bone, the shards of the skeletons crumbling into dust. Your torch bursts into a brand of fire, alighting the passage around you. Dakon is a fury. His glaive, almost fluid now, streams through the air like the whip of a chain. And Mort, indistinguishable from the horde about him, rips at tattered jaws, his teeth glinting in the burning light. They are no match. Whatever remains quickly lies broken or disanimated. Well... That could have gone worse. Well, speak for yourself. You didn't have to watch as they ripped you apart. We should be more vigilant. But I doubt we would have prevailed had we remained in the dark. As the adrenaline begins to wear off, you refocus on your surroundings and realize you have found yourself at a fork in the tunnel. But before you can decide which way to proceed, a familiar light bounces along the walls, and once again, a tiny cranium rat patters towards you. Ah, Chief, it's another one of your squeakers. Prepared this time, you kneel down 
and gently lay your palm flat on the ground. It calmly approaches and touches its nose to your fingertips. Day 15 of the 127th year of Fatal Hashgar's reign, I have arrived at the mausoleum. Immediately I was set upon by a shade that guards the remains of those interred within this place. I managed to elude the spirit and found my way into what appears to have been some sort of sanctum. Protected by some minor ward to prevent any further interruptions by that supernatural twit, I've set about raising some locals to conduct a search for mortal. If the divination was at and the mortal is here, then likely it is interred within one of the many crypts that line these halls. It's only a matter of time now. As the voice fades, your vision returns, revealing the rat twitching its nose, unthreatened by your presence. After a moment, it turns around and hops back down the leftmost passage. What do we do? Follow it? I guess. Let's try not to spook it. Unperturbed by your pursuit, it leads you down the corridor for several minutes, past multiple twists and turns, and eventually to an opening framed by an ornate arch fashioned like the visage of a great bladed skull. And at the keystone is the faint glimmer of an arcane rune. As you approach, you notice the ground in this section of the tunnel is littered with the bodies of dead cranium rats. Oh. Well, now I know why you've been helping us. Uh, sorry, I guess. With an angry squeak, the rodent scurries into the piping and out of sight. Point taken. Let's head inside. Through the archway, mercifully illuminated by several torch sconces, is the mausoleum's inner sanctum. It appears to be some sort of shrine, presumably for a body's last rites before entombment. Set up in the corner of the chamber is a makeshift study. Various scrolls and bottles of ink lay scattered about a stone altar, and one book is left open, with a quill resting at its side. This leather-bound tome is cracked and worn with age. A crest has been burned into the cover. You can make out a series of interlocking triangles centered about the initials SR. The writing upon its pages has faded considerably, but the last few entries seem to have been penned recently. <clears throat> Day 2 of the 127th year of Factol Hashgar's reign. At last, I have found it. The missing page of the Aptarge Grimoire is now in my possession. As I had guessed, the page detailed the necessary components for the casting of the final transformation spell. I have all but one of the components. A drop of an immortal's blood is all that stands between me and the eternal power of lichdom. <laughs> I guess we found that culprit. I, I, I've, I've heard all this. These were the voices from that rat. The ink of this last entry is still wet. <clears throat> Day 17 of the 127th year of Factal Hashgar's reign. I am not alone. Someone has entered the mausoleum and is interfering with my servants. Could this be the one I seek? The divination revealed only that I would find the immortal here. Could it be that my presence in this place has prompted that which I seek to seek me out. What a delightful twist. I shall have I to... I shall have to congratulate you. Impressive. Levitating down from above the rafters of the chamber, you see a slender man in long robes of deepest black. His hair is neatly coiffed, and an impeccably trimmed goatee complements his handsome features. He descends to the ground 
and strolls confidently over to you, smiling. I must admit, I, I never thought you would make it this far. I'm glad to have disappointed you. So, you're the one responsible for all the walking dead. Uh, well, that should be obvious, but, but, but who I am is of no consequence to you. What I want is the question that should concern you most. As he speaks, he looks you up and down, as if somehow fascinated by you. Very well. What do you want? He takes a step back and cocks an eyebrow. Well, surely you know. You've read my book. I want your blood. Ah, well, you see, I already gave blood this month, and you gotta wait the four weeks. <laughs> Oh, 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 I do like it when you have a sense of humor. Uh, well, if, if you're not willing to donate, uh, I may have to extract it forcibly. Is that some kind of threat? The man starts to answer, but stops himself abruptly. An evil <laughs> smile spreads across his face, and he begins to laugh. I, 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 yes, I, I suppose it was. <laughs> As he does so, he strolls towards the entrance, and a hulking skeletal giant strides up beside him. He continues to laugh even harder at his own private joke, and you notice that his hands have begun to move at his sides, and his feet begin to hover off the ground. Slowly, his fingers flit back and forth, tracing intricate patterns in the air. Hey, choking a bone, you whittlers, eh? Before Mort can finish, the incantation is complete, and he drops to the ground, rolling silently on the stone floor. Mort! The giant lumbers towards you, arcing its massive sword in a deadly swing. Before the strike descends, you are shoved aside, and Dakon's glaive guides the blade away, shattering the altar into pieces. Drawing upon what reserves remain, you launch a dart of force towards the sorcerer, crackling through the air. But the energy dissipates harmlessly as a wave of ripples emanates from his wrist. You dive to the ground, taking Mort in your arms, and a barrage of arcane ice hurtles towards you, the dagger-like slithers splintering into your skin. With blood in the air, the mage begins another incantation as Dakon is pinned to the wall. You look to Mord in desperation, and see one eye slowly open, then suddenly wink at you. And with a pained grimace, you hurl him towards the mage, his teeth elongating to bladed fangs. He latches onto his neck in shredding violence, and as he chokes his last, you hear a rush of air, and the skeletal behemoth collapses to the floor, with Dakon buried beneath him. Barely victorious, and utterly beaten, you climb to your feet. Mort rises from the body, spitting vile blood, and Dakon rolls out from the pile of heavy bones. You trudge to the corpse, his face frozen in a horrid grin, and without a moment to breathe, the torches of the chamber sputter out, and the darkened room fills with a spectral mist. <sighs> it is done. The spirits of my charges sleep. Quietly once again, you have fulfilled your pledge. Leave. You have no further need to remain in this place. All right. Just give us a moment to recover. The sanctum walls begin to vibrate. Leave. You have no further need to remain in this place. Chief, let's just get out of here. All right. I will light your passage. Make haste.
A trail of mist guides the way, and as if to shake you out of the tunnels themselves, the walls begin to groan and rumble. Until finally, you reach the portal. Thank you for listening to Planescape Torment, the unofficial audio series, a Revoker GM production. To support the show and those involved, please consider subscribing to our Patreon or donating via our Ko-fi page. Links to both are in the description.